0: Welcome to the Darren Sargent Show, where you get life advice from a single-handed perspective. Yes, I am your host, Darren Sargent. Let's get started. Well, I think we are all being somewhat tested during this time in our history the events of the last few weeks have been quite uh, challenging, to say the least. From the pandemic to some of the social unrest in our world right now, it's been a uh, it's been an interesting few months. One of the things that I believe is being tested during this time is our attitude. How we are looking at some of the challenges that are in front of us really determines how we are going to rise or fall in the middle of this all. Hey, that rhymed, rise and fall in the middle of this all. I'm a poet, didn't even know it. Anyways, I want to take time today to introduce a a subject that I think we're going to unpack throughout this week. I'm not going to try to do it all in one episode, but I do want to begin just talking about something that I think is the the most important single choice that you can make in your life. I, I want to say something before we get too deep into this. There is unlimited potential and power that resides in your mind. Your ability to achieve a life of staggering success or live a life of unspeakable squalor and disappointment depends on this single choice. This single choice will determine your joy. It'll determine your, your peace, the quality of your marriage, your professional success. It'll determine your happiness. It'll determine your well-being of your family. It will even determine the destiny of your soul. This single choice will determine your stress factor. It will determine your ability to turn hate into love, rejection into accomplishment, and fear into triumph. This single choice is how you choose to react to what has been done to you in the past or what's being done to you right now. And this single choice that we're going to talk about today and throughout the rest of this week is called attitude, and I believe that your attitude determines your success in life. You, you know, the Bible is a roadmap for the mind, and it has a whole lot to say concerning what we allow ourselves to think. Paul wrote to the church in Philippi, and he said this in Philippians 4.8, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, Whatsoever things are of a good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think, say it with me, think on these things. Now, let's get honest. Not a whole lot of us think every day on those things. We have a tendency to view the negative before we ever view the positive. We have a tendency to find all the negative posts and read those instead of the positive ones that people are putting out there. And there are positive ones. I hate to say it, even in the middle of all the, I don't hate to say it. I'm glad I can say it. But even in the middle of all this mess, there are people that are actually saying some good stuff. Now, this single choice called attitude, I'm going to give you today four statements that I believe are good definitions, if you will, or Profiles. Let's call them profiles for what attitude is. Now, if you know me, you know that I live and breathe attitude. I've, I've given you a statement that I've said so often in some of my earlier podcast episodes, your attitude determines your direction and your direction is more important than speed. We'll probably unpack that a little bit in the episodes coming this week. But we're going to talk about all week long in every episode that we put out today this week. It's going to be about attitude, this single choice. So let me give you these four statements that I believe are good definitions, profiles for what attitude truly is. Number one, your attitude is an inward feeling expressed by outward behavior. Let that set there for just a moment. Your attitude is seen by everyone without you even saying a word. I can see some people and I know. Instantly, what kind of mood they're in, what kind of attitude they possess, it all shows up on their face. Second thing I want to bring to you today is your attitude is the advanced man of your true self. The roots of your attitude may be hidden, but its fruit is always visible. Thirdly, your attitude is your best friend or your worst enemy. Attitude will draw people to you or repel people from you. It may not be the fact that you stink, (laughs) that you haven't showered in four days, that people are walking away from you. It may be because you have a rotten attitude. I don't mean to step on toes, but if you want to keep your shoes looking nice, maybe take them off for this episode, okay? And finally, your attitude determines the quality of your relationships. I want to say that again. Your attitude determines the quality of your relationships with your spouse, with your, your employer, with your friends, with your children, with, with with God. The problem is so many times most of us choose to have bad attitudes and, and, and some people are, oh boy, I'm going to get myself in trouble today, but some people are very vocal about such attitudes. Well, you don't understand. This is just the way that I am. No, you can change that. Now, let me ask you, when we're talking about attitude, does your face look like a reprint of the Book of Lamentations? (laughs) Is someone always raining on your parade? If you inherited Tesla, do you feel that someone would come along and outlaw electronic cars or whatever they call them, electronic, no, not electronic, what do they call those? I don't even know, it's too early in the morning. Is the bird that's singing outside your window a buzzard? If so, you probably have an attitude problem. Attitudes do not have to be permanent. You have the ability to change your attitude. And this is why I'm dealing with this concept on this first day of this week. Because I've learned something about attitude. This single choice has such incredibly important um it's an incredibly important impacting feeling position makeup whatever you want to call it now let me let me give you seven seven secrets of a good attitude and we talked about the profiles of an attitude now let me give you seven secrets of a good attitude if you want to walk into this week with a good attitude number one we've already been talking about it your attitude is a choice Choose to say, you know what, today's a good day. Wake up with a good attitude. Some people wake up on the wrong side of the bed. What, t- what type of attitude did you choose this morning? Was it, good morning, Lord? Or did you say, good Lord, it's morning? Your attitude is a choice. Here's another secret of a good attitude. The past is past. It's not the present. Paul, the apostle said, forgetting those things, That are behind me. Have you had great success? Forget about it. Have you had failed? Have you failed every week, every day? Forget about it. Stop looking at where you've been. Start looking at where you can be. Don't park by yesterday's accomplishments or failures. Move on. Here's another secret of a good attitude. We all have those things in our life that I call spilt milk items, things that you cannot change. Some spend all their energy and all their efforts trying to fix things that are inevitable situations of life. Some things you cannot change. I cannot change the fact that I only have one hand. Now, uh, I, I could get me a prosthetic, and some of you know my story and some of the things that's happened with that in the past, but you cannot change some things. You cannot change the death of a loved one you cannot change the fact that one day that individual walked off and left you you cannot change the foolish choices that maybe someone in your family maybe they they married a loser <laughs> maybe maybe that child of yours did something foolish and then they made a decision or or they went there or they moved here or they did such and such when you fight those inevitable things those things you cannot change you run the risk of becoming bitter and resentful you get ulcers you become twisted and negative Hateful. Some have surrendered to despair because of their past or the unchangeable situations of life. You need to stop that. The greatest days of your life, I believe, are before you. The past is over, it's in the past. Stop living life looking in the rearview mirror, looking forward. Press on because the best is yet to come. You know what? I've determined this God never consults your past to determine your future. Consider Moses, the lawgiver, the liberator of Israel. Moses, to whom God chose to give the Ten Commandments for the Jewish people. Moses, who wrote the first five books of the Bible. Moses, whose name is known all over the face of the earth, 4,000 years after he died. Remember that this same Moses was a murderer. He was listed in Egypt as public enemy number one. Picture was posted in the post office. He was a fugitive from justice. He fled to the backside of the wilderness. He lived for 40 years as a shepherd, herding sheep in the blistering sun. But with the chisel of adversity, God began to shape Moses' life to become the greatest jailbreak leader in history. Moses never allowed his past to determine his future. He marched into Pharaoh's majestic court and shouted, let my people go. And the nation of Israel was born when one man refused to stop struggling to achieve his divine destiny. Or how about David, a young shepherd that killed the giant? This was the greatest military victory in the nation of Israel's history. He later rose to power. He led the nation of Israel into what historians call the golden era. But he was an adulterer and he was a murderer. Yet God said of David, he is a man after mine own heart. God never allowed David's past to determine his future. Some of you that are listening to this podcast today, you are paralyzed by your past. There's a dark chapter somewhere back there that leaves you captivated by shame and, and keeps you from moving forward. If God used Moses and David, he can use you. Get this in your brain. The past is over. Let me teach you a phrase that is extremely therapeutic. Get over it. Have you ever been hurt? Get over it. Have you ever been criticized? Get over it. Join the club, by the way. Have you ever been betrayed? Get over it. Have you ever failed? Get over it. It would be impossible to estimate the number of jobs lost, the marriages ruined, the sales not made, the churches destroyed by whiny, thumbsucking, pity party people. Who have no grit, focus, or attitude, or fortitude. First Thessalonians five eighteen says, "In everything give thanks. In pain, give thanks. In reversal, give thanks. In heartache, give thanks. In dungeons of despair, or in diadems of delight, give thanks. In poverty, give thanks." I could go on, and on. I just want to tell someone today: God is greater than the criticism you are facing. He is greater than the giants you're wrestling with right now. He is greater than the mountains you are climbing. He is greater than the burdens you are carrying. If you look at the Bible record of men and women who chose to focus on the silver lining and not the black clouds, these men and women, they didn't curse the darkness. You know what they did? They lit a candle and the darkness vanished. They chose their attitude. This single choice determines your success in life. I love the story of... Joshua and Caleb, when they come back from the promised land and rise up when everyone's being negative and everyone's talking down and everyone's saying it's not it's not possible, Joshua and Caleb rise up and said, we are well able to overcome. Their peers all around them saying, well, yeah, it's a land that floweth with milk and honey, but in the Hebrew language, the word but cancels out everything that is said prior to it in a sentence structure. The but sorry, the but of these 10 men canceled, canceled out the promises of God and made the Israelites captives of their fear. God judged them for that. Everyone 20 years and older, they died in the wilderness. What are you canceling out by saying the word but? Well, I know it's God's will for my life, but Stop saying I could, but start saying today I will. Stop hiding from success because you're afraid you will fail. Failure is necessary for strength. Stop fearing risk. Have faith in God and march forward and reach for everything that God has in front of you. Everything, hear me, everything in life involves risk. To laugh, is to risk appearing the fool. To weep is to risk appearing sentimental. To reach out for another is to risk involvement. To expose feelings is to risk exposing your true self. To place your ideas and your dreams before a crowd is to risk their rejection. To love is to risk not being loved in return. To live is to risk dying. To hope is to risk despair. Take a risk. Climb out on the limb where the fruit is stop living life hugging the tree trunk and whining because other people got there first and got the fruit reach for the prize stand in the winner circle your attitude is a choice so this week we're going to unpack this a little bit more this single choice number one this is it Tomorrow, we'll go into the second area of this single choice. If you want to know more information, join me at darrensargent.com. You can find different things that I provide. We'll be talking this week also about some material that I've written for those that are leading students. It's called the Beaptitudes. In fact, I'll even drop a link today in the show notes. Pick you up a copy. It's Apps for success in a student if you're a leader of students go check it out have an awesome day and remember choose wisely your attitude is a choice